It's 102.9 The Hog. I'm Borna, and uh, very cool to do this on, on a Saturday because sometimes we don't really get to, get to do a lot of these, but let's welcome in Shim, former yeah. singer of Sick Puppies. That's, That's what right. we can say. Sh- or Shim from Sick Puppies. Shim, former singer of Sick Puppies. That's how my name appears on the birth certificate now. <laughs> and passed. You had it legally changed yep. to, on your I went passport. back and had it so, legally uh, changed so everyone knows exactly who the hell I am while we're getting this thing started. So good to see you, man. Thanks, we, man. We had, uh, I talked to you, and this is, you know, I don't expect you to remember this, years ago with Sick Puppies. Yes. You played Green Band a couple of times when yes. I worked for a station, Razor 94.7 there, just an f- hour and a half north Actually, of here. Actually, now that you mentioned the station, so, I do remember yeah. now that you said this, the Razor. The Razor's, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Razor, yeah. And Razor's still there. Yes. And I was there. I've been here about five, six years, so it's good to catch up with you, you man. Too, so, man. Yeah. so, so it's good to have you. So, Shim from For, Six Sick Puppies. From Sick Puppies. Shim, the singer from Sick Puppies, doing <laughs> the solo thing now. It's yeah. not a side project, baby. It is a moving freight train that's coming to town. And we were just we're talking off the air, and you, you know, it's documented out there. If you want to, you want the backstory or why, and you, you've you've talked about it. I know I had nauseum about about the breakup with the band or leaving the band, however you want to put it. Yeah. Um, well, one of what, the here's the thing. The reason why, like we were talking off air, and the reason why, uh, sometimes people, you know, you get on the radio and people are like, do you want to talk about? The puppies and I'm like, yeah, it was my band. I started it when I was 15. I flew it over here. I took out a bank loan to get the whole thing started. I grinded in a van for years and did the whole the whole thing. It was my band and my song is my 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 life. And one of the positives that can be taken from when a band breaks up, the bottom line is everyone screwed up. You know, we all we all made our mistakes and we were all equally responsible and accountable. It's one of the hardest things to do when you have a situation where your life changes so dramatically. The first thing you do is point the finger and blame everyone else. Nah, it wasn't me. Nah, it was all of us. Take a minute to get around, get your head around yeah. it. But then the, the positive that comes from it is that this new record that I have and the single that Thank You, You're About to Play... The, the, the positivity that I was able to draw from it is I was able to put it in the music. I was able to say, man, it sucks going through this. I lost my band. I'm trying to figure out who I am now as a new person. I have to make music or I feel like I've got something wrong inside my chest. And I decided I was going to put every single thing on this new record. I wasn't going to hide. I wasn't. It took a while to do it. That's why I was gone for a year longer than people were expecting because I had to kind of build up the courage to say, I'm putting everything on the record. It's going to be exactly how I want it to be. And, and I'm very, very proud of it. Yeah. Um, what was and you're not the first person, won't be the last to, no. to leave a band or break up with a band and then embarking on a on a solo uh, mm. solo venture. How's it been for you? Is it is it been harder or parts easier, harder? How would you describe it's, the whole the whole since since you left Sick Puppies, how that whole process of getting where you are right now here it's, today? It's what you said. It's harder in some ways and easier yeah. in other ways. And in, in in one way, it's easier to work alone at times. But then sometimes when you finish something, you realize ah, if I'd had another person to bounce the idea off, I wouldn't. I would have known this wasn't going to work. But I finished it, and now I've come to realize. So I wasted some time mm-hmm. and maybe a bit of money. So having a litmus test. So what I, I spoke to a friend of mine, and he said, you, just because you don't have a band doesn't mean you shouldn't have a brain trust. So I developed a brain trust of people that I would show things, and I'd say, give me your opinion, and then I would use that feedback because. But I had to make a lot of mistakes along the way. That was the hardest part was making these mistakes and realizing. I've been in this band since I was 15. I don't know how to do anything else. So I'm really like a newborn in everything. All of these mistakes, I, I would make these mistakes and think, dude, come on, man, you, you're a professional. You've been doing this for a like, Why did you make that mistake? Why did you do that? And you have to kind of reestablish yourself. And, and all of it was one thing. None of it was left out of the music. It was all in aid of getting to the point where I could make this music and play these shows. And now I feel great. I'm with FM management. I've got a great management company. I've got a great band. 
And the band is, I'm, I'm just going to say it, I don't care if anyone tries to sue me again, but the band is 10 times better than the puppies ever was live. So hey. you better come to this show tomorrow night. Yeah, I even mentioned the show. The show is tomorrow, Route 20 in Racine, uh, who we've done we've done great stuff with there. It's a great room to play. Yep. Uh, looking forward to that show tomorrow night. We'll talk more about that, but let's get to some music from Shim off of your uh, debut solo album yep. called Shim. Just Self-type. called Shim. Shim all over. Just get the name out there. Yep, S-H-I-M. It's real simple. If you forget, just think about what you go to the hardware store to buy when your door is sticking. Shim. There yep. we go. This is Crucified on 1029 The Hog. That is uh, new music from Shim. Crucified on 1029 <laughs> The Hog. It's Shim from Sick Puppies. That's right. You're my man. Puppies. My man. Two, you yeah, two, two surnames there to, right. say, to say that. The Crucified Tour. It's Shim uh, with Madam Mayhem. It hits Route 20 uh, in Racine tomorrow night. Doors at 630. Show starts at 730. You can get your tickets uh, right now. Uh, just go to rte20.com. Uh, get tickets at the door uh, tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to, uh, to going. Like I, guess, like I mentioned, seeing you with Sick Puppies a yeah. bunch. It'll be first time to, to see you. How's the... How's is the live set? I mean, obviously it's different for you now yeah. as a solo artist because as you were talking about, you're this is you. It's better. It's your. It's, it's your better. Band, Let's just right? say it. It's better. It's better. It's better. And you're you're a hundred percent in charge. Who are the who are the guys or the the musicians that uh, okay? That you so found I've to, got uh, uh, first off is I got with you. Jamie Lewis. Who uh, if you want to check him out uh, outside of what he does with me, go to thebasis.net. Thebasis.net. Um, he works for me. He does amazing. And one of the deals that we cut was that I would drop his website and be like, "Yeah, come there out." Because he he turns down a lot of work to work with me because he's passionate about what I do. I got a guy named Pow on guitar. He's like an uh, a Thai Keith Richards, and you're gonna see it when you come to the show. You'll understand exactly what I mean. And then my boy Brian on the back, who's just a dope drummer. Brian Cops. So I found them on Craigslist, and uh, and I found I found Jamie at a gig, and then I found Pow on Craigslist, and um. They, 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 they're just great, man. Like I can literally tell Jamie, like, hey, man, I just want something that sounds kind of purple while I talk to the crowd and tell this story. And he'll go to the band and be like, so you play this and you play that, and, and then I hear purple. You can create purple. Yeah, really? I can. He, we can make I'd purple to hear, together. Point out what purple sounds like to I me sometime play, if it happens at the show tomorrow. It's night. gonna be before yeah. the song Fearless. So I'm okay. gonna play Fearless in a couple of minutes before that song live. You're gonna hear some purple. I'm gonna hear something purple. Gonna, purple. And, oh, and I forgot as well. One of the best things about being on this tour, if you go to my website, please type in. Shim Music, it's two M's, S-H-I-M, music.com. And there you can get tickets to a VIP session. I'm going to be doing it just before Doors. And normally rock stars, they, you know, the big fancy guys, they go and they give you a poster and a t-shirt and get a photo and then kick you out the door. So what we're doing is I'm going to do a, a two-song acoustic performance uh, with whatever songs you want. So people who are fans of my new stuff, my old stuff, whatever you want. You walk in, say good day, sit down, tell me what song you want to hear and I'll play it for you right then and there. So it's different every day. And that's one of my favorite parts of the day is meeting the fans. Yeah, we have a drink, we hang out, all their stuff gets signed and all the usual stuff, but they get to hear the song that they've never heard yet. And that's the that's one of the best parts of the day. Yeah, so very cool. Route to 20 tomorrow night uh, with Shim. Is it, was it, Ever strange? I mean, you play sick puppy stuff in the set, obviously yeah. as well. So it's not just all your all no, your no, no. Stuff. We're playing. You're going down. Yeah. Riptide, Odd One, maybe all the hits, all the all the songs that people wanted to hear. Was it weird the first time you played those with with outside of sick puppies at all, or strange you at know, all? You yeah. know why it was weird? It was weird because the crowd sang them back to me so passionately. Yeah. I thought they'd be like, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to think. All I knew was that I was going to play these things and I was going to pick myself up and move forward and say, look, these are my songs. Just because I'm not technically putting sick puppies on the marquee. These are my songs. My fans know me as the singer of these songs. And when I played them, they sang them so 
louder than I was singing them by far. And it just really gave me a good push to keep doing what I'm doing where they were like, no, we, we know who you are. Keep doing what you're doing. And it really helped me that the support of the fans, I know it sounds cliche that all the guys in bands say it, but it's easy to say that you love your fans and that they're great when you're on tour and you're seeing them every day, when you're down and out and making a record in in a rehearsal room in downtown Los Angeles and there's homeless guys on the corner that are trying to get the money that you need to pay for radio promo and all this stuff, mm. you know, that's when you need your fans and they were still there for me. They were still hitting me up. When are we hearing the music? When are you getting on tour? We're still with you. And that was one of the things that really kept me going. All right, very cool. So here it all I'll come together here in town. Uh, we're seeing tomorrow night with Route 20. Shim is here. It's going to hang out for a while, man. We'll, yeah, man. Play, we're we'll play some songs. You'll play some live songs. We'll do some, it's some live stuff. You got yeah, let's, get, here. let's get it ready. Do it okay. right after the break. We'll do it here next on The Hog. Who heard that, right? It's 1029 The Hog. I'm Borno hanging out with Shim from uh, Sick Puppies, formerly Sick Puppies. Got, I'm getting it right every time. You're I'll killing do it, it, man. We'll do it. Shim playing at Route 20 in Racine uh, tomorrow night. You go check out the, the show, and he's brought uh, his guitar. We're just hanging out, talking, some conversation, talking music, and... Yeah. Uh, what uh, what are you gonna play for I'm gonna us play, right here? Uh, we're gonna start off with the puppies. We're gonna start off with the puppies tune. So let's make sure we can. Yeah, there you go. And one of my favorite things to do when I can I get an opportunity to play this song, it's a song called Odd One. And uh, I came up with this arrangement when the puppies were asked to go to a veterans hospital. So we went in. There was a whole bunch of guys from Afghanistan. They'd mm -hmm. all come back. And they were missing arms and legs and they didn't want to hear a song. They wanted to talk and, you know, have a drink and get a picture. And I was like, cool, man. Tell them a little tour story. And they're like, ah, it's awesome. And then it was like 4.45 and it's time to get going. And there was this one room down the end of the hall. And there was one guy, one bed, lying there with cables coming out of every part of him. And half of his head was missing. The right side of his head was just gone. And it had healed, but he was in a coma still. And his mother was sitting in the corner of the room knitting. And she apparently would come in every day and she would sit and she would knit and she would wait. And she said, yeah, he hasn't responded for two months, hasn't responded for two months. Just, she just kept saying that over and over again and she'd sit there and she'd knit. Mm -hmm. and, and I said, well, does, you know, did he ever used to listen to the radio? And she said, yeah, he used to listen to the radio all the time. And I said, well, he might know this song because this was on the radio. But I had to figure out how to play it as quietly as I could because everyone else down the hall was getting ready to go to sleep. And something told me that I just was supposed to play a song. So I came up with this arrangement on the fly while I was just staring at the ground trying to figure out how to do the softest version of the song. And this is the uh, arrangement that I came up with. Odd one, you're never alone. I'm here and I will reflect you Both of us basically unattached to anything or anyone Unless we're pretending You live your life in your head Some call it imagination I'd rather focus instead on anything except what I'm feeling What I'm feeling I'd want Hey It's gonna be okay 
I looked up from the floor while I was trying to do this arrangement and I saw this guy had opened his eyes for the first time in two months and he was blinking at me. Cause I'd one I wish I was you You're never concerned with acceptance And we all desperately seeking out and fitting in with anyone who will accept us But not you, I'd want it It's gonna be okay Yeah, we're gonna live for this one gonna be okay Yeah We're gonna laugh at this one day Yeah It's gonna be okay Yeah We're gonna laugh at this one day so don't let someone tell you you're no one Don't let someone tell you you're no one Not one Don't let someone Tell you you know one I'd want All right, Shim yes. on 102.9 The Hog. Shim from Sick Puppies playing Route 20 tomorrow night uh, in Racine. That's an amazing, amazing story. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, that's I was just unbelievable. I felt very privileged to be yeah. there for that one. It was, it was intense. Yeah. Yeah, that, that for sure. I mean, that's 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 great. I mean, but I tell you, man, I got addicted to the feeling. I really did yeah. because when I now every chance I get to go to into a kids hospital or veterans hospital, there was actually uh, one time. Thank you. <clears throat> there was one guy who uh, I tell you, man, a friend of mine in Vegas. They got a kid. Can I tell you this story real quick? Yeah, Do we have yeah, time? Yeah, okay. sure. And I, I'm, I, I drop the name every chance that I get. I was in Vegas a couple of weeks ago to do some radio stuff, and I stayed at a friend's house. They have a disabled kid, and they're amazing parents, and they've been able to keep up with the operations that are necessary to make sure that he can hear and speak by the time he gets to about five or six. However, they've got an implant in his ear that needs to be tuned every six months, and because of financial constraints that were beyond their control, 
they are behind. And now as a result, they're doing everything they can, but their kid may not be able to hear or speak for the rest of his life if they don't stay on this routine, this schedule of these operations that he needs to get. Because after five, it gets hardwired apparently. So much so that when the father had a heart attack in the middle of the living room, in the middle of the day, they didn't take him to the hospital because they have no insurance and they've saved every penny for the kid. So he was on the floor. Luckily, the woman, his wife uh, had enough foresight to go to the cupboard and get some adrenaline pills that were left over from their father's heart surgery, give it to him so he could just get through it. And then I said, oh, and then you went to the hospital, right? And he said, no, I never went. We just, I just spent a couple of weeks in agony and now I'm okay. But that's what these people were going through. And I was at a, I was at a station in Orlando that was doing something presented by a company called Drive Auto. And I asked the people at the station and this gentleman from Drive Auto, what can I do to help? I cannot afford to loan them five thousand. They need five thousand dollars. I don't have it in my account because I'm on tour and I'm spending. My money's tied up. Can I raise it? GoFundMe pages only work half the time. People are just they've got their own problems. What can I do to make a difference? And this Tony at Drive Auto said, "Well, what you really need to do is find a sponsor." And I went, "Okay." So if I was to find like Monster Energy Drink or something rock and roll and say. Thanks to Monster for cutting a check for my friend to get. And he said, no, I'll do it. I'll be your sponsor. You know, cut a video for me saying who you are, who they are, and the fact that my company cut a check. It's great for me. I use it as advertising. And you get, and, and I, I, more importantly, I feel much better about the fact that I can spend five grand helping that kid than giving it to some advertising exec. We'll pop it online, boost it up. Great for me. Great for everyone. Let's do it right now. He cut the check last Monday. I haven't even made the video yet. I'm going to do it in Wisconsin when I see him. Yeah. But this blew my mind. And I, I thought he was full of it. I thought that there's no way this is real. I think he's drunk. He's talking hype. It's not going to happen. The next day, him and his wife came down and said, we can't stop thinking about that kid. We're going to sell one of our cars on the lot that used to be used for promo. That's uh, secondhand. We're going to just cut the check. And they sent it off. And the kids got his, he's, he's getting his operation uh, at the end of this month. That's outstanding. And, it's, it's and I'm addicted to it, man. I'm yeah. addicted to the feeling of it. So I want to keep going everywhere i mean we're lucky enough i write these songs in my bedroom if they're lucky enough to get played on the station every person who hears it which is why i say thank you for playing my stuff thank you for playing my new stuff like crucified because every person that hears it if it gets in their head and it helps them with anything it's worth it it's just worth it it makes me feel like that's my little bit of purpose because sometimes people go to church or people go to their parents but if you don't have those you go to music and if my music gets to be something that gets you through it just i'm addicted to that feeling man that's uh that that is the power of music, right? In yeah. a nutshell. I mean, whatever whatever mood you're trying or whatever funk you're trying to snap out of, you've got your go to songs that yeah. that instantly put a smile on your face or maybe they 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 touch your heart yeah. so you go, Okay, I'm not the only person feeling this way and that's yeah. I mean, that's what's beautiful yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. And this and sometimes you need it to get you jacked up, like yeah. you're going down or the corn song that we're gonna play. Yeah, in a minute, so you, you know? we're, we're talking about we're not we don't have to just play we'll play some more sick puppies, some more shim stuff here before uh, before you go. But you what's better some, what's <laughs> yeah, yeah, right here. What, what what's some other stuff? You mentioned corn. What what corn track you want to hear corn oh, a band that you loved yeah well here's the thing. Or, one of my corn was one of my favorite bands you know p roach obviously we'll talk about them in the no, next they were here, they were story here last night yeah. but the thing that i loved about you when we were make me bad was a song off the record issues and i remember the perfect blend of sincerity and marketing yeah. when i was like 16 and there was this ad that was out for issues and the ad just said everybody's got issues and I went, that's the bomb. I'm going to buy that oh. record right now. If everyone's got this record before me, I'm missing out. I'm going to buy it. And the and the song is just 
full of issues, man. It's like at least he bled on that record as much as I've tried to bleed on my record. And there's there's a the, you can hear his pain, and I love it. And the the band's always sounds amazing, but this song always. The way that the melody and everything, it's just bent, but but kind of commercial and poppy, but not. It's weird. So I love it. All right, let's do corn. Shim's pick as he's hanging out here. 1029 The Hog. It's corn on 1029 The Hog. I'm Borno. We're hanging out with the Shim, who's playing Route 20 in Racine tomorrow night. Shim uh, from what? Shim, Shim from, from Sick Puppies. Hey, yeah, we gotta go. say. I'll say the first and last name, full name, right? That's Shim right. from Sick Puppies. Shim from Sick Puppies. Uh, Shim from Sick Puppies with Madam Mayhem playing tomorrow night to Route 20. Uh, get your tickets. Uh, you can go to the you know, concerts page at 1029thehog.com. Uh, get your tickets at the door tomorrow night. Doors at 6.30, show at 7.30 at uh, Route 20. You get Shim's solo album, some solo stuff, your stuff obviously, some Sick Puppy songs as well. There's going to be Sick Puppy songs. I'm going to be at the merch desk after the show, so everyone who wants to come say day, come down and meet me, we get pictures, sign your stuff. It's not as quite, not quite as much stuff as the VIP sessions you can get on shimmusic.com because it doesn't come, that comes with a three song acoustic performance, but I will be there and let's have a drink. Good, sounds good. I'm going to, I get a break between shows at Shinedown Papa Roach in town last night uh, at the yeah. Pfizer Forum which was a great, great show. Ran into Jacoby uh, after uh, backstage after the show. Just kind of was talking to him a little bit. We had yeah. done an interview with him earlier in the day, and he goes, "You know, you mentioned some songs." He goes, "Man, that you know, we don't get a song like Born for Greatness." I was telling this story on the air. He yeah. said to me, he "Goes, yeah, some some places we don't we don't feel it as much, but tonight in Milwaukee, we go, man, we we feel it yeah, because yeah. people responded to it, and then we play it here on the station, so people get to know it. Yeah. You find that you find that uh, the the case in your career that <clears throat> certain cities, certain markets respond." More strongly to, to, to certain yeah. songs than others, is, which is kind of well, kind of strange. I don't know what the connection well, no, is. No, it's. I think it depends on. It depends on. Well, number one, it depends on how much the station played the song, right? Because that that definitely that makes it one of the things. But like uh, the, uh, the the good example that I have is uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Back at the beginning, uh, when the free hugs video. Do you remember that free hugs video mm. a long time ago? So Omaha had a tragic mass shooting, and they asked a bunch of bands like at the drop of a dime can you come in we need some hope we need some help we need support and the puppies came in and we did a show we did a, a free hugs day and so that song became the anthem for that generation that we're dealing with that thing at the time right. and i played a show a few nights ago in omaha and there was an overwhelming set of requests for okay you're playing maybe and you're going down and your new stuff and hallelujah but can you please play all the same and if we hadn't rehearsed it because i've already got a lot of puppy songs in the set mm -hmm. i was like i gotta kind of pick what i'm gonna do so I just busted into it by myself. I just did it with my electric guitar on clean and sang it out. They sang the whole song front to back louder than I ever could. It brought me to tears. It's a powerful song. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's, it's even more powerful when you come to realize that these people, not only, number one, is it that important to them, but also they haven't forgotten it and they haven't forgotten me because I was gone for a while. And to have them singing it back like that and then also singing my new stuff back to me because there's a lot of crowd participation. There's a lot of like hallelujah that we'll play next. That hallelujah callback, they sing that. They're singing all the stuff back to me. And I think that there's an element of um, when you grow up with those songs, like, like All the Same was a few years ago now. So people who were in high school are adults and they have a connection to it. There's, there's almost a sense of nostalgia. But then at the same time, when you come out with new stuff, they're so happy for you. They're so stoked and they get behind it, which is why I can imagine that Born for Greatness translated because there's so many hardcore Papa Roach fans here that are like, yeah. we just love what you guys do. And that is a dope song. When I first heard track, that, I was yeah. like, oh, I wish I wrote that one. Yeah. Damn. 
their last two albums have been Kevin Kevin Gray. I mean, they still do it after all these years. And you know Jacoby's still, still he's still up there last night doing it like he is twenty years old. Uh, you know what bugs stage, me man. though? I'll tell you, I yeah. got no problem because I'm friends with the guys. I got no problem telling what really bums me out, really gets on my nerves, is that I went to one a party at their place and I was talking to the bass player. And and I said, um, so you finished up the record? They were like, yeah, yeah, we just we're in mixing now. I said, how long did it take you? How many songs did you write? And he said, what do you mean? I said, well, I write around you know eighty to hundred songs per album, and I pick the songs. How many do you write? And he said, nah, we just write the record. You do twelve songs, pick a single, get back on tour. I was like, you mother, come on, man, you're that good, and you don't even write extra. You just, Extra stuff again. You just piss them out <laughs> like they're nothing. I was like, oh, it just drove me crazy. And then, but then you go and see him live. I saw him live um at the Roxy in L.A. I was at the gym doing a workout, using Papa Roach for my workout, and then a little thing comes up on Spotify. Hey, they're playing in your town. They were literally on stage in an hour. I packed my stuff up, got in the car, got to the gig, got myself in, you know, played the whole, hey, sick puppies, I was in the band, da, 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 and then got myself in, got backstage and hung out with the guys and was like, it was dope. Yeah, and I miss, and those guys in Shinedown, like, I'm, I'm lucky, I've only been back for, you know, six months my album came out, Yeah. but one of the things I'm really looking forward to is playing shows with those guys again yeah. when the time's right. Can you give me a good Jacoby story? Oh, I yeah. can give you a good Jacoby story. So, for anyone who doesn't know, when you come to my show, there is a comparable energy to a Papa Roach show. And the reason for that is because I rip them off. I just rip... I'm not shy. I'm not shy. shy. I'm not shy. Yeah, shy I don't care. It. I'm not shy. <laughs> they do it the best. If, if, the bottom line is everyone's plagiarizing everyone else to some degree. If you're going to do it, rip from the best. P. Roach is the best. I, I, I know even guys in Breaking Benjamin and Shinedown have told me from the side of stage, why do I have to go on after Papa Roach? It sucks. It uh, sucks going on after them. We had, we had Eric Bass of Shinedown on our show, our afternoon show earlier yeah. this week. And, I love Eric. And I, yeah, and he's great. And at the end, I go, you know, good for you guys to... to be the one of the bands that can go. We can play after Papa Roach because every time I've seen him, I go. And what did I he say? I don't want to be a band that, yeah. <laughs> that has to play after Papa Roach. Did he before. say yeah? He goes, yeah. He goes yeah. No, he's got yeah. We got it. He's like it's tough. It's tough. It's, but we it's got tough. It. It, we got they it. they, they set it. the bar. It's um, tough. They're, no, they're amazing. It's tough. So I went and saw him, and I realized I, I saw him, and I was like, okay, that's the bar. I'd never seen him live. We're on tour with them, and I hung out afterwards, and I met him, and I was, and he was like, man, you're going down. I love that song. I've heard the record, and so he he was a fan of mine. Before I met him, which just blows my mind because obviously cool. I was a huge fan of his. So we trade numbers and then he does this thing at the end, or at least he used to at that time, where he'd finish off the show and he'd go, thank you, everyone. And as the crowd's ringing out and as the, you know, the band's walking off stage, he'd say, we are Papa Roach, Papa Roach. And the crowd starts screaming it back, mm -hmm. Papa Roach. So I was like, cool. The next festival that we played, Papa Roach wasn't on the stage. The general rule is... You don't do another band's moves or thing if you know they're on the same bill. Yeah. You, 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 you go where you talk about it, you divvy it up. You divvy up the crowd participation so you don't double down because it's not fair to the crowd. But Papa Roach wasn't on this bill, so I'm in front of 10,000 people. And I was like finishing the show. Yo, thanks very much. We are sick puppies, sick puppies. And they did it. And I called Jacoby and I was like, hey, man, listen, just so you hear it from me first. Uh, I kind of did that thing that you do at the end with sick puppies. And there was this pause on the end of the phone and he was like... You did that thing? I said, yeah. He said, did they do it back? 
I said, yeah. He said, you keep doing that every night and get those guys off. You make sure they have the best time of their life, man. Just do what you got to do. And I was like, this is the dopest He's man cool in rock dude, and roll. Man. He's cool. Yeah. And, he that, was... and that hair, bro. I mean, it's that hair. That hair is amazing, man. Yeah. I know he does it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I know how he does it. I've yeah. seen it. It's like, there's some, there's some, some stuff you buy from China and blend it it's with some process. things from Brazil and then put it in your hair and it just doesn't move. <laughs> it don't, it's amazing. <laughs> don't move. Yeah. It's the same every time. Every yeah. time we see him. All right. We'll have more with Shim. We'll get to Hallelujah here. Got to uh, take a quick time out here. Excellent. And then uh, we'll play some. You'll play acoustic again before yeah, you got to go. Yeah, let's do Hallelujah, and I'll play okay. one of the tracks off the new record. More with Shim and see Shim from Sick Puppies tomorrow night, Route Twenty. You can catch the show. It's one hundred two nine The Hog. Shim from Sick Puppies, who's playing Route Twenty in Racine tomorrow night. Uh, so we talked uh, when you we came out here about four o'clock, Shim, about break up with Sick Puppies, moving on. You had to take some time for yourself, kind of figure out what you what you want to do and. And you're a musician, you're going to make music, but it, it's a, it was a process, right, to get to a point where you were ready to to record an album and, and, well, it and, was a, and write some songs. I'll tell you the truth. It was a process. I was, I always, I'm always writing. You know, I always, I can't. I, if, I'm, I'm, my wife's the first to tell me. She can tell if I've gone a week without writing a song. She said, you're, you're getting an attitude problem. Once you go to work for a few hours and write a song, well, get it out it, of yeah. your chest. You know, because yeah. if I don't get it out of my chest, it sits there and festers and I turn into a, you know what. So... <clears throat> I was writing songs the whole time. The thing that was difficult was deciding to become a solo artist. I was not, not Sammy Hagar or any of these other guys that are like, oh, I was waiting. So, you know, like now I can finally do my solo. I had no intention. Mm. I had no plan. That ain't why the band broke up. A lot of people like, oh, I broke up because he wanted to go solo. Band broke up because bands break up. Because it's because it happens, and that was the easiest thing to come to terms with. Like, look, everything ends. We had a good run, but it's not an excuse for me to stop doing what I'm doing. But I tried to start another band, and then I tried to work with different producers, and I kept not being able to complete anything. And by before I knew it, it had been a year and a half, and I hadn't put out a song. And I was like, the only way I can move forward is if I just pick my ass up and move forward, and do it, and just figure out how to make it work. Which was why there were so many mistakes along the way because I refused to let the mistakes stop me doing what I had decided I was going to do. The hardest part about doing it was deciding to do it because I got I got I got a year and a half of being a little bitch before I decided to do it. I bet that's the truth. I tell mm. everyone, and I think that a lot of people seem to be resonating with the record because of that because they think that you know if you're in a band like you got it all figured out and it all comes really easy. I was like, no. I, I didn't, I don't want to do it all by my, it's, it's a resp you get into music to avoid responsibility, not to have right. all of the the weight on your shoulders. Every mistake is yours. Every, everything is accountable. So that was the thing that was the hardest to get through. But once I decided to do it, it was like a roller coaster. It's been the most exhilarating time of my life because I was able to make my record my way. It was very calculated to say, I know what I do best and I know what my fans want. So I'm going to give it to them, but I'm going to change it up enough that, that it's going to be fresh and I'm going to, I'm going to be able to take them on a new ride. It's not just going to be like Sick Puppies 2.0. It's going to be a whole new thing in a whole new world. And luckily so far, I've been getting great responses even from people at radio that said when they played Hallelujah, people knew it was me. They recognized my voice before they announced who it was. And that was one of the greatest compliments I'd ever received. That song Hallelujah we're about to play right here clearly is the shit moment of hey i'm here i'm good yeah and let, and let's and let's go forward and with this, this is thing. yeah this is happening and you at some point decided sock puppets was the visual to thank go you with for the, bringing it up video. baby yeah so one, it, it, that pop in your head was that okay what do i want to do for my first video back well you here's know, the so thing sock puppets. yeah well i mean you think about it you're like i know that when you know i'm sure that when sick puppies with their new singer decided they were going to come out with a new single there's a pressure of like all right it's a new 
brand sort of, it's a new thing, you want to make a great video. And I, when I got to the point where I had to make a video, I looked at all the videos online and there's like band in a room, band on a mountain, band on stage, live video maybe, yep. band well, on, and like there's about five yeah. videos and every band does the same. And I'm like, and the puppies did that too. We played on a stage. We played in the middle of a freeway, all that stuff. And I was like, what is, what's something different? And then I, while I'm searching through YouTube to look at videos to get some inspiration, I stumbled upon Sock Puppet Parody doing a parody of a Slipknot video that I was watching. And I went, what mm. is That looks like the same video as Sock Puppets. And then I saw their channel and they do Sock Puppet Parody versions of Disturbed, uh, System of a Down, you know, Green Day, Nirvana. And I watched them all and I literally just instant messaged them and I said, hey, I haven't found a video that you've done for a new song do you guys have any interest in doing an original song? And they wrote back and they said, yeah, we've had a handful of bands. You'd be surprised. Some of the bands that have reached out to them and said, we want to do a parody video kind of thing. And then this company, which is a real, like, you'd think that because it's sock puppets, it's like done in a basement and it doesn't cost anything, but it's a full fledged production. I'm sure there's lights and there's sure. all the puppeteers. There's, there's like, there was a dozen people behind the stage doing all the puppets. It's, it costs money. It's a normal music video that costs money. So all of these big bands that you'd be surprised when I tell you the names off the record they were like oh it's not free like we're a big band you're not just going to do it for free and they're like no so i was the first person that came to them and said no i make music videos for my videos i know what the deal is give me the price this is happening i want you to make my i, I sent them the treatment i said shim starts on an acoustic guitar and then a little little puppet comes in and takes over the video and then it's just like Muppets on acid. Yeah. And they totally take over is. the whole video and I can't even sing my own song because there's this little shim that's taking it over and it kind of goes through the ride of the out of control rock star who kind of gets knocked to the, to the curb and has to bring his way back again. And the irony is I didn't realize that that was partly autobiographical in terms of my having been big, took some time away and now I'm coming back to do my new thing. Uh, a lot of people were like, oh, this is your story. And I was like, no, I just wanted sock puppets. It turns out Sock Puppets told your story. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's a dope right video. On. It's cool. So check out the video. You hear the song right here, uh, right, or right now from Shim. It's Hallelujah, 1029 The Hog. It's uh, Shim from Sick Puppies. It's Hallelujah, 1029 The Hog. Uh, Shim is the uh, self-titled album out from Shim. Joining us here on the station, man. Shim. Good to have you. Hang shim, out. Shim, Shim, Shim. It's all Shim. Get Shimmeroo. the name out. Shim all from Sick Puppies out, out there. Uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you this because I know the U.S. has been your home for quite for quite some time. What, yeah. what do you miss about Australia? Anything the most? If you had to pick out one thing, <sighs> I guess the main thing would just be the family. Yeah, you know, obviously. I mean, family's still over there. Yeah, all of my family still lives over there. Just because. I mean, I, I've I've planned to move uh, my family over here a couple of times, but then it's like, hey, thanks for moving over here. I'm gonna go on tour for three months. See yeah, you later. Right. You know. So, so what's the point? It's just um yeah, but that's the main thing. Other than that, but I'm lucky, man. I've got a lot of extended family we've been here for so long like that that couple who where the man had the heart attack yeah. on the floor those are like our vegas family now i got my fm family and we've got the band and i'm, I'm lucky with the, a lot of places that i go there's a lot of people that i know that show yeah. me a lot of love i went uh, about just about three years ago to australia for the first time loved it man it, it, yeah. two, it took two weeks and it was best trip of my life my my number one yeah loved it no problems most. with the snakes and the spiders no i, did, I ran it i got a p picture of a very cool uh spider that was underneath a, a railing yeah. like uh uh, big one? Yeah, real big one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Should I have mm -hmm. it on my, I have my phone in here? I can show you. Like, big one that's underneath that people didn't realize that, you know, people are coming up to the railing to look over, look at the ocean. It was... Uh you know, southern coast, south of south of Melbourne. Yeah, we did a bus tour down there and go. Oh, there's a big ass spider. No snakes in my in my. No, two weeks I find out there the funniest thing that Americans say when they talk about Australia. Oh, I want to go to Australia, but I'm scared about the. 
I'm scared about the snakes and the yeah. spiders. And I tell them, dude, you, you got it made. The snakes and the spiders in Australia have got nothing on the politicians in America. <laughs> yeah, right. So you got nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> you know, I, we, we talked to the guys from Asking Alexandria mm-hmm. yesterday who, uh, who were in town with the Shinedown tour. Uh, and I asked them, I, what is the, what's, if I was going, because I'd never been to England or the UK, I'd love to go. I might go in a couple of months here. What's, right. as a, how do I avoid being a dumb American? What's the most, what's the obnoxious you behavior to, to avoid? Can't I can't. Do. But yeah. he said the one thing he said, he goes, just don't do the accent when you go over there that Americans do to try to mimic a British accent. And I go, do do that? That's the dumbest thing yeah. that I've I've ever heard in my life. Is that the same, is that the same advice you give to Americans that want to go to Australia? No, I say just like, don't, the worst, I've actually seen this happen, okay? I know it sounds weird, but I've actually seen an American, especially a friend of mine, and we weren't friends afterwards, where we were at a restaurant and they couldn't get the order the way that he wanted. And and it was a woman who spoke broken English. She was mm-hmm. Middle Eastern or something. And she and, and eventually my friend was like, Can't, look, I'm an American. Take care of it. And we were like, whoa, really? Like this was like some mid-2000s stuff. But there was some weird entitlement going on where he was like, I know I'm in a foreign country, but I am an American. Yeah. I deserve better treatment than this. Right. That's the main thing. Most, I have never met another person who would ever do that, but I saw it firsthand. And the other thing is don't wear basketball, uh, baseball hats inside. Americans, for some reason, they love to walk in <laughs> and keep their baseball hat on all day. Yeah. It's not, it's a, we, in Australia, we don't do it. There's a natural thing of once you're inside, you just take your hat off. Take your hat off. You don't okay. need it anymore. You're inside. But a, a lot of Americans, I didn't realize until someone pointed it out. They were like, I bet you that guy's an American. I said, how do you know? Yankees hat. Yeah, it's Yankees, but they sell those in Australia anyway because he was wearing it in the lobby. We walked up and he was like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, came over here from San Diego having a great time. <laughs> just knew it. <laughs> Hats inside. That's yeah. awesome. All right, Shim at Route 20 tomorrow night. Uh, catch the show. Really looking forward to it. You can play one more before you got to get we'll out of here. play a song off the new record. Yeah. All this right, is cool. uh, one that has started to become uh, a favorite for the crowd. And I'm telling you, when you come to, this, to the show tomorrow, I'm going to tell the same story, but something different happens when, uh, when I do it live. A lot of people are singing this song. And um, this was a good example of that time that I was telling you about where it was, you know, I didn't have a band, I didn't have manager, I didn't have a label, didn't have the new band that I'm trying to figure out, you know, nothing was happening. And I realized that the reason was because I was being a little bitch. Because I I had tried to do a bunch of things, but what I really needed to do was just take the ball and roll with it. And I had this artistic moment where I woke up one day and I said to the world, all right, fine, you want to do it? Let's do it. This is who I am and this is what I'm doing. I'm going to put my name on it and it's going to be called Shim because I'm going to do it. And the world said, so what? And nothing happened. And I woke up the next day and I said, this is who I am and this is what I'm doing. And nothing happened. And I had to keep getting up every single day and say this and move one foot in front of the other and keep doing it. And it got real hard for a while. But after a year and a half later, the evidence that I used to have of being a little bitch was that I had nothing. And a year and a half later, now I'm playing this song on your station to all the people that are hearing it. And that's my new evidence that I have. And I always like to tell that story so that people realize it's one little story that if you get up every day and you say, this is who I am and this is what I'm doing every day, every week, every month, every year, and you keep doing it, eventually the world will finally just agree with you. Wise man once said to me, be yourself, cause everyone else is taken. 
Yeah, they're already taken He looked me up and down and said, my boy, you come around to what I'm saying Cause you already made it You were born to be fearless Born to be here, yeah Born and become So you're already someone You were born to keep fighting Born to keep rising Born and become So you're already somebody you're already somebody If you don't move forward, you're moving back And if you think too much, you can't react to the moment For what you've been chosen And you can try to hide behind the times that's tough Cause you know you can't fall down if you don't get up But that's crazy, and you're just wasting time Cause you were born to be fearless Born to be here, yeah Born and become you're already someone You were born to keep fighting Born to keep rising Born and become You're already somebody You can call the pain a compromise And envy other people's lives forever But you're already somebody If there's a heart that beats beneath your chest There's no excuse for Cause you're already somebody And to it's the easy part The choice you make will make you who you are You can't complain that the odds are stacked Or blame the world for where you're at if the cycle is stuck and you need something to change it Then you better make it You were born to be fearless Born to be here Born and become so you're already someone You were born to keep fighting Born to keep rising Born and become So you're already somebody You're already somebody You're already somebody Shim on 1029 The Hog. Song's called Fearless. You'll hear it tomorrow night, Route 20. Shim from Sick Puppies with Madam Mayhem. Again, doors open at 6.30, shows at 7.30, rte20.com. If you're a ticket information, grab your tickets on the, at the door. Shim, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you, man. Thanks it has for, been uh, a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. This Thanks. hour and some change has flown by. So yeah, come, back, come back anytime and just hang out. Just, you could be on our radio show. We do an afternoon show weekdays. So if you're ever in town during the week. I'll just call in, baby. Or just call in. That's call why I was, actually, can yeah. I do a quick drop? It's fun thing I forgot to mention. Yeah, for sure. I have a, because of what you just said, I have a podcast out now. You can get it every Monday. It's called Rockstar 101. It's all one word. So wherever you go and get your podcast, type in Rockstar 101. Every week you can find out what I'm doing. Doing, what I've been doing, what's coming next, and also like tour stories and production of music and the whole thing. It's a half hour podcast to listen to on Monday morning on your way to work. 
And uh, and thanks for man, just thanks for playing the song, and um, thanks for adding "Crucified." I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. you got it, man. So we'll see you tomorrow night. I'll see you at the show. All right, for sure, man. So take it easy. Shim at Route Twenty uh, again. RTE two zero dot com for ticket information. Let's close out with Sick Puppies. Yes, and do uh, you're going down. You're going you'll hear, down. Uh, you'll hear tomorrow night. Uh, Shim again, man. It's been a pleasure. Come back anytime. Me too. See you. Thank That's you. That's one zero two nine. The hug.